This is who I am I've been born again The cross is my defense My hope secure Now my life is in your hand On your every word I stand Lord, I'm finding who I am In all you know who I am in Christ. I am a child of God. I am indwelt by the Holy Spirit of God, and I am chosen, holy, and dearly loved. I could go on and on because my identity is in Jesus Christ. And because I have my identity in Him, I know there are also many things which I possess. John 14, 27 tells me I have His peace. It says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. I love those times when our eyes are open to God's Word being alive and active. This week has been one of those weeks for me. See, I usually try to be about a week ahead on our memorization verses so that I can seek God about what He would have me to share with you in these devotion times. So for the past week, I've been thinking on these words of Jesus that we find in John 14, 27, where we find him offering us his peace. Truth be told, I've thought on John 14, 27 a lot before this week, as one of the first retreat message series, series I ever wrote was on peace, and this was our theme verse. And our bonus verse for this week, which is Philippians 4, 6 through 7, it's been a favorite of mine for a long time as well. In fact, years ago, Philippians 4, 6-7 was one of the first sections of verses that I ever even memorized. But even still, beyond all of that preparation and study about these verses, I know there is a depth to God's Word, and I know He can show me even more. So I've been seeking, and I've been praying, and on top of all of this, honestly, I'll just tell you, this year has been quite challenging personally for me. If there was ever a time I was in need of God's peace, well, now is it. So I think you get the picture. My eyes, my ears have been open to this special word that we find in John 14, 27. As God would have it, it seems he keeps putting this verse in front of me as well. For instance, I sat down at a banquet dinner that I was speaking at this past week. They had decorated the tables really nicely, and each place had a picture frame with a verse inscribed on it various verses that were around each table. Well, the picture frame at the place they had reserved for me, well, it had John 14, 27 inscribed across the front. I read it again, and I let the words soak in. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. I hear you, God, I said. I'm listening. And one morning this week, I pulled my journal out to write. I have a special system I use so that each day I go back and read the journal entry from the year before on that particular day. Well, my entry from last year on this day began with a quote from a Bible study that I was in at the time. It said, There is no need to continue in anxiety when God has already spoken to you about His gift of peace. As that sentence blew across my soul, Again, I said, I hear you, God. I'm listening. Yes, God's word is alive and active and will speak to us personally if our ears and eyes are open. Jesus often said when he was on the earth, 
He who has ears to hear, let him hear. You know, I think he said that because so often our ears are not open to his voice. Let's open our ears this week. Let's let his word speak to us because I think he's calling to us and he wants to talk to us about his gift of peace that he's given to us. I know that he's wanted to talk to me. I've been trying to listen. Where do you find yourself anxious? Where do you find yourself in worry? Where do you find yourself in frustration or in fear? There is no need for us to continue in these things when God has spoken to us about his gift of peace. And I would add, there is no need to continue in these things when God has given us his gift of peace. He has spoken about peace and he has given us peace. Let's review his words in John 14, 27 again. He said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. As a believer, we possess peace. It is a gift from God to each one. But so often we live like we don't have peace, or we live like we've lost it, or left it somewhere, and we need to go back and find it. Sometimes in the moment of pressure and hurt, or whatever the challenge, we can even feel like maybe we've got it, but it's just out of our reach or, or maybe God's peace isn't strong enough to cover the big challenge in front of us this time. This one's just too big. Well, if I have ever needed to preach a sermon to myself, let me tell you, this is the time. So let's look closely at this word from Jesus about his peace. Oh, how timely these words are for me this week. No wonder God continues to put them in my path allowing his word to be alive and active to me. And I pray it's alive and active to you as well this week. Possessing the peace of God is part of who we are in Christ. There is no reason for us to live in anxiousness, worry, frustration, and fear ever, no matter what is going on. But sometimes we need to be reminded This week, I was in tears over a challenge we are facing, and my husband was giving me a hug, and he was offering me comfort. He said, remember God's word for this week. He gives us peace. And I told him, I know, and I'm trying to grab hold of it. Well, he told me, you don't have to try. He already gave it to you. You already have it. Like I said, sometimes we just need to be reminded, don't we? As we look at the context of this verse, we see that Jesus was doing that very thing for his disciples. He was reminding them. I'm sure that this is not the first time he spoke to them about his peace. Over three years of of them being together, I'm sure he spoke to them about his peace lots of times. Each step they took brought them nearer and nearer to the crucifixion, where Jesus knew their faith would be tested in a most challenging way, though. And so here is why he's talking to them about it again, because it was close at hand. And not only that, they were still developing their faith. Sounds like some other people I know. Who is that? All of us. Many of us are walking through seasons that are most challenging. And all of us are still under development in the faith department. So I think it would be wise for us to listen in on what Jesus is saying. Because we're his disciples too. In John chapter 13, Jesus had predicted his betrayal to his disciples. Now this news brought them much angst, worry, fear, and who knows what else. In John chapter 14, Jesus then enters into a long section of encouragement to his disciples. 
He meets them where they're at in their fear, their worry, their lack of understanding, and their developing faith. He talks to them about believing, preparing a place for them in heaven, and coming back to get them when he's done. He goes on to talk to them and he reveals to them that that he is the way, he's the truth, he's the life, and that if they know him, well then they know the Father too. He also reveals the beautiful gift of the Holy Spirit as their helper and teacher that he's going to send to them. He tells them he's going to leave the Holy Spirit with them when he goes away. And he lovingly points their hearts to the Father's love. I really encourage you to go through and read John 14 all the way until you get to our verse, which is verse 27, where Jesus says all these things. And then he says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. The more that I meditate on this, here's what I find. Our gift of peace finds its essence in these truths that Jesus revealed in this chapter and the many, many more that we find all over his word. Let me say that again. Our gift of peace finds its essence in these truths that Jesus revealed in John chapter 14 and the many more that we find all over his word. See, Jesus met his disciples where they were, were, and he revealed all these things to them, and, and then he basically said, look, so there's no reason for you to be troubled or afraid. Sure, in the world there's plenty that will lure you to fear and worry, but as long as you are focusing in on these divine truths of heaven, you will have my peace. I'm giving it to you. And as our bonus verse this week tells us, His peace is a peace that passes any understanding we may be able to have on a human and worldly level. As we continue to look at the context of where we find this gift of peace in God's word, we have to also see that in the following chapter, John chapter 15, Jesus gives a long discourse on abiding. He instructs his disciples on how important it is to stay connected to him. Again, I believe that reveals much for us in understanding this gift of peace that we possess. The more we abide in the truth that he reveals, well, the more peace is going to just cover us and flow. Oh, how I find that to be true again and again and again. You know, this year, as we memorize all these verses, we are on a journey. We're learning and embracing our true identity in Christ. And as we go, we're finding that so many of these truths are interconnected to one another. For instance, if you keep reading in John chapter 15, as Jesus finishes his words on abiding, he says in verse 11, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be made full. Now that sounds just like the words that we memorized last week from John 17, 13, when we focused in on the joy that we possess in Christ. See, it's God's goodwill that we embrace all the gifts he gives to us, and so many of them are interconnected. So far, we have focused on how we possess the riches of his grace, peace with God, forgiveness, a filling of the fruit of righteousness, access to the throne, joy, and now peace. What good gifts we have in Christ. And there are many more that are wrapped up in our identity in Christ. I'm praying for each of us myself included, that we embrace them and that we live in the riches we possess. And as we do, just like the disciples, I believe we will find Jesus meeting us where we are and reminding us of his truths. And as we embrace the truths, I believe what we're really doing is opening up the gift of peace he's given us. 
Remember, we don't have to try to have his peace. We already have it. It's a gift. And just like when we give a gift and want the recipient to embrace it, how much more must Jesus long for us to embrace his gift to us and then to use the gifts he gives us and be blessed by them? One such blessing I received just this morning is thinking on the truth that God's peace is like a river, as it says in the Old Testament. When you think about it, a river flows and reaches into every nook and cranny and crevice of the riverbed. Well, in the same way, there is not a place in our lives that God's peace can't touch. May we embrace his peace to flow over us today. This week, we are reminded of the good gift of peace which Jesus gave us. In Christ, we possess the peace of God. May God's truth be living and active to remind us this week that there is no need to continue in anxiety when God has given us his gift of peace. This is who I am. I've been born again. The cross is my defense, my hope secure. Now my life is in your hand On your every word I stand Lord, I'm finding who I am